Stand up, Nuggets Nation. Denver Sports presents the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By. Denver Sports is your home for the most Nuggets content. Now here's your host, Zach By. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your busy day with me here on the pod. Reacting to NBA trade deadline. Looking ahead to... Nuggets Lakers on Thursday evening that is tonight on national television uh, and a night that they will unveil uh, unveil a Kobe Bryant statue uh, outside of uh, Staples uh, I still call it Staples um, and uh, which should be a, a special moment that kind of intersects with the Denver Nuggets just by happenstance and um, I have just a couple of thoughts to share on on Kobe Bryant Um Real quick, though, and we're not going to spend a ton of time on today's uh, podcast as no games have been played since the last time we recorded on Tuesday, and the Nuggets didn't uh, do anything at the NBA trade deadline uh, to react to. And even across the league, um, no real groundbreaking, earth-shattering stuff. You know, you hear noise for months about, say, a team like the Lakers, and just nothing happens. Um and in and, and today's uh, NBA, under the new CBA, where you have these aprons that are um, a, a little bit more restricting uh, than they have been in the past, I think just the NBA trade deadline, I think we might find in the coming years, there's just a little bit less of the big splashy activity and more uh, moves kind of around the margins of these rosters. Um, one that does stick out is uh, the New York Knicks landing um, Bojan Banjanovic uh, and Alec Burks. The Knicks are a um, they're they're a real team. They're a real team, and for the first time in a long time, really, the Knicks are are legitimately on my radar now. On the Nuggets' radar, no, you know uh, they they I don't think the Knicks are going to be playing in the NBA Finals this year. Uh, but it has been a long time since I look up in the Eastern Conference standings and see the New York Knicks uh, in playoff position to host a first-round game. Jalen Brunson has been a revelation for that franchise that has been downtrodden for years and mismanaged and uh, uh, ownership stuff that is problematic. Um, but they're a fun team, and I think they got th- that's one team at the uh, uh, deadline that I think uh, got uh, legitimately better. In terms of uh, Denver, you know, and the lack of activity— I'm really um, th- there was there was nothing uh, clear and obvious for me that was um, you know representing an upgrade. I, I just didn't see it. Um, you know, you heard stuff about maybe Monte Morris or Delon Wright. Um, again, that's not that's not any big picture movement. And the Nuggets have such a good thing right now um, that I don't think anything that was proposed was really moving the needle and, uh, again, represented a definitive upgrade. So I'm not shocked at all um, that Denver didn't make a move. And here's the thing. I don't think they needed to make a move. I just don't. Um, you know, we have to uh, reset and recalibrate our mindset for playoffs. And what is it going to look like when the NBA playoffs start? You're going to have your starting five playing close to 40 minutes a night that leaves about eight minutes left over now I don't want to get casual uh, because in uh, uh, eight non-Jokic minutes could lose a basketball game in the playoffs and one game could cost you a series so I don't want to be dismissive but I just think the Nuggets are fine I really do and I don't think that's me being overly 
um, cocky um, or competent. I, it, it is. It, it is confident. It, it is confident in the group that I watched win a championship. And, you know, once we get into that time, I think it's going to be eight-man rotation. All right? You got your starting five plus Reggie Jackson, um, Peyton Watson, and Christian Brown. And I think you're just going to move forward like that. And I know Christian hasn't been great this year. You could make an argument that he has regressed. But I think that that regression is born out of Christian Brown trying to add to his game and layer his game and become a better player and be more complete and be more of an offensive threat. And I think that that comes from a good place. But I think when the NBA playoffs start, I think you'll see him kind of be who he's been even this past um, you know, week or so, uh, where he's just sort of um, simplifying and, and and okay, don't try to do too much. Be a disruptor defensively. Play as hard as you can on every single possession. Run the floor with incredible fervor. Rebound the basketball. Keep it right there. And if you play that way, that simplified way, when you're not trying to think, what am I going to do when I get the basketball? Good thing the game will reward you. And I think that when we get to the playoffs, I'm bringing that up, is that Christian is not going to have the luxury to freestyle like we've seen him here in the first half uh, or big big chunk of, uh, of this season. So I think his process will kind of narrow and get back to uh, uh, how impactful he was in last year's playoffs. And I, I think they're going to be fine. Peyton Watson is just ascending um, and continues to be just fantastic uh, in year number two. He has earned the right to be in the playoff rotation. And then Reggie Jackson is a bona fide veteran. And I know he's not the defender that either of those um, uh, Peyton Watson or Christian Brown are, but I think, I, think, um, I think Reggie Jackson has earned the right, right, to, 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 to be in that spot. Um, so we'll see. We'll talk next week about the buyout market and what the fallout is here after the deadline. Um, and maybe there's an intriguing name or two. Uh, that we'll circle back to. But for right now, trade deadline has come and gone, all quiet on the Nuggets front. You're the reigning champs, and you have to remind yourself, other teams are trying to strengthen themselves so they can catch up with you. The Nuggets aren't chasing their tail here, okay? They're not chasing, they're they're just, they're keeping it it together, and uh, I I think that's good enough, all right? I I really do, I really do. Okay, a uh, couple other things here. Um, the game against the Lakers, uh, national television, um, it's got special meaning uh, this evening, all right? Uh, the Lakers are not a great basketball team, but they are, um, you know, they're, you're always going to get up for this. You're always going to get up, and it's LeBron, and it's Anthony Davis, and they've won uh, four in a row here leading into tonight, so they're playing well, all right? Um, and uh, the the night has a meaning to it that means way more than the actual game, and that's the unveiling of the Kobe Bryant statue. Um, they have a culture out there that they have a collection of statues outside of Staples that are like Los Angeles legends, all right? Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is out there. Uh, Magic Johnson is out there. Um, Wayne Gretzky is out there. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya is out there. Um, Chick Hearn, the uh, longtime 
Lakers announcer who's no longer with us, who once upon a time invented the phrase slam dunk. Um, he's out there. It's it's a really small group. I might be missing one. This is off the top of my head. Um, I, I, I may be missing one. I don't think I'm missing two. Um, and he's going to join that group. Kobe is. You know, I maybe have shared once or twice through the years of doing this podcast. Um, Kobe is, I think, my favorite athlete of all time. Um, fell in love with the game as he was coming into the league. And um, I just, e- even even as I sit here these years later, it's, uh, I'm not saying this to be dramatic. Like, I think in a lot of ways I'm still processing his death. Like, how did he die in a helicopter crash? That just, it's almost like, uh, it's, it's so hard for me to reconcile. And I don't know if I ever will. Um, and it wasn't just him, of course, his daughter and others. Um, uh, tragic, dramatic. Um, and I, I could talk about this for hours, and, and we're not going to. Um, Kobe, Kobe was so loved by the current players more than almost any other figure other than Jordan that I've ever seen. The reverence that these the the current generation had for Kobe, it was incredible, and you know, Kobe's um, um, never n- never dying um, attempt to get better. Even in his later years, he was still trying to get better. He was so competitive to a degree that was unhealthy. Seriously, he could be an a hole mean-spirited and it came from just this place of like his DNA there was like this something in there like Michael where it was just a relentless effort and a relentless pursuit to be the best basketball player that ever lived and he fell short of that but that old phrase like aim for the moon and maybe if you miss you hit a star on the way down Kobe's one of the 10 greatest ever to do it in my opinion and uh, up until the last game he freaking played (laughs) when he went for 60 on the jazz still hard to believe that I can't believe I still can't believe all these years later how his last game ended uh, but I remember where I was when he scored 81 I remember um the championships and then then and then the depths that the Lakers fell when he was playing with Swish Parker and Chris Mim and um these guys that you know um that weren't that that weren't real dudes and then they rebuilt it all and teamed up with Pau Gasol and Ron Artest and Lamar Odom and um, Derek Fisher back in the fold, and they they won two more championships and went to three more post Shaq. So um, I think it'll be a special night. And there's a nugget that holds Kobe in the most absurd kind of light, and it's Jamal. He's patented so much of his game after Kobe. When I see his footwork and him do that reverse pivot in the post, it's like that's Kobe. Um. So it'll be it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be a special night. It's on it's on national television. I think the 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 Nuggets will be up for it. It's like a three point spread. Like I said, Lakers are playing well. Um, I think it's gonna be a great game. Um, I hope everyone enjoys it. And uh, we'll come back on Tuesday. Um, and uh, the, j- just a, a brief look ahead to the schedule. So the games uh, uh, tonight against the Los Angeles Lakers, and then moving forward uh, this weekend. Uh, they have 
the Sacramento Kings on Friday night. So you got a back-to-back. So you got a big break right here during the week. Uh, hadn't played since Sunday. Uh, big break. You play Thursday, Friday. The Lakers, Kings. And then Monday is in Milwaukee. And that's going to be a fun one as well as uh, the, the, the Nugs just beat Milwaukee uh, at the end of January. Um, after that Sixers win. So uh, fun fun stretch of games here, uh, fun players, and we'll react to it all no matter what happens against the Lakers tonight, the Kings on Friday night, and then the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday. We'll be back here on Tuesday talking about it right here on the Mile High Hoops podcast.